You're listening to the Clean Water Made Easy podcast, episode number 10. Hello, hope your day is going good. My name is Jerry Bolton. I'm a water treatment contractor and WQA certified master water specialist here in Northern California. And hey, I want to welcome you to the podcast. If it's your first time, thanks for listening or welcome you back if you've listened to it before. I really appreciate all the feedback and emails about the podcast I've been getting. And if you have any questions or you have any topics you'd like to see covered on the podcast, please drop me an email. I like to say you're in the right place if you want to learn about well water, water treatment systems, and or how to improve the quality of your well water, spring water as well. In this episode, I'm going to talk all about ultraviolet sterilizers, very popular device and many different kinds and some things to think about. Topics we're going to go over are how does it work? How does UV light disinfect, kill bacteria in water? How can I know if UV is right for my particular application? We're going to talk about what the difference between class A and class B UV sterilizers are and when to use which. Should the water be treated prior to UV? And we're also going to talk a little bit about parasites such as Giardia and how to and how often to service UV sterilizers. I've put together a guide on UVs called the Practical Guide to Ultraviolet Sterilizers. And you can get your free copy. It has lots of good uh, pictures, diagrams, and checklists. Very easy to follow, but pretty useful. And just go to the website, cleanwaterstore.com slash blog slash podcast. And this is episode 10. So just go to that link and you'll see the how to get your free copy. All right. So bacteria is really can be a very serious issue. You know, harmful bacteria can be present in many water supplies. Proper disinfection, as we all know, is very critical, especially with bacteria, viruses, or parasites are present. Many well and spring waters are susceptible to contamination by bacteria. Most properly built wells are usually do not have bacteria in them or not under the influence of surface water where bacteria live, but they can be, it can happen. And so you want to do routine testing at least once a year for coliform bacteria is recommended for home water wells. Both the uh, EPA, the CDC, World Health Organization, and different organizations like the National Groundwater Association, they all recommend get your water tested every year for coliform. It's a good idea. And ultraviolet sterilizers can be a good alternative method of disinfection. Like chlorine is the most common type of disinfection used, especially for municipal water. It can have limitations and there's some associated health risks, especially if the chlorine residuals are high and you're showering in it and breathing in chlorine. So some people look for alternatives for that. And particularly if you have a home system and you want to be sure your well is free of bacteria, then often UV ultraviolet can be a really good way to go because it's doesn't add in chemicals and it's it's effective under the right conditions. 
So how do UVs work? Well, UV sterilizers work basically by exposing the cell walls of bacteria of the organisms to intense ultraviolet light. This disrupts the genetic material and then prevents the organism from reproducing. So it's kind of like the bacteria getting a bad sunburn and they're not going to grow. Ultraviolet light is split into several different ranges, UVA, UVB, UVC. The UVB range will cause sunburn on humans. UV water purifiers use the UVC range because of its germicidal abilities, so it can kill bacteria. In this range, the light will break molecular bonds of the DNA and that basically it renders them unable to reproduce, effectively kills them. So UV effectively destroys bacteria and viruses, but it's limited by the clarity of the water. And that's what we're gonna talk about. So essentially you have to have very clean water for it to work well. Otherwise, if you think about it, the UV can't shine into the water properly and get to all the bacteria. Another consideration is unlike chlorine, there's no downstream residual disinfection. So you, you might, you're killing the bacteria as it flows through, but if there's something going on with your system where it's introducing bacteria afterwards, then it won't work. The other thing is that we'll talk about too is pretreatment for iron, sediment, and excessive hardness and minerals. And again, the clarity of the water to allow sufficient transmission of the UV light is important. Some people do get bacteria, do get um, UV sterilizers in city water where they have bacteria. Generally, in the U.S., we, you know, it's generally one of the safest public drinking water supplies in the world. It's highly regulated, and there's professionals testing it. But it can happen where you get bacteria or parasites. While it's rare, if you're in a situation where you have someone in your home with a uh, compromised immune system. Maybe they're elderly or they recently had cancer or there's something where their immune system is down, then they're more susceptible to bacteria and particularly parasites such as cryptosporidium than people that would might be exposed to it, feel a little sick, but don't even know what hit them. Next day they're fine. So there are some folks that do get UV sterilizers on city water just to be safe. So that's something mostly what we deal with is folks on well water and spring water, but that's who they're looking for UV either to use it as a final stage or maybe a secondary barrier after initial disinfection with chlorine or ozone and they use it as a final stage to make sure, or they use it as a primary means of disinfection. So what are the advantages of UV sterilizers? Well, like I said, they're very effective. They virtually, they're set up size correctly. Virtually all the microorganisms will be susceptible and will be killed. They're economical. You get hundreds of gallons of water for each penny of operating costs. Essentially, the operating costs are a little bit of electricity, and then you have to usually change the UV lamp once a year. Some go longer, but so there's the cost of the light the so-called lamp or the light bulb, and then the cost of the power. They're safe. There's no danger of overdosing, no addition of chemicals. Fast, water flows right through. That's it. It's, it's, the water's disinfected. They're easy to set up. Again, as long as the conditions are correct. 
and they're fully automatic. So, and that's how you want the UV would set up. You, you don't want to turn it on and off. You want to make sure it's, it either automatically turns on or most folks just leave it on all the time. So what are the factors that affect UV treatment? Well, water treated by UV should be clear and relatively low in minerals. We generally like to see water that's less than say seven grains per gallon or less than about 120 parts per million of hardness. Really soft water is good or fairly soft water. Uh, the water should be free of color. Really, it should have no iron or manganese in it, but different UV manufacturers will say, well, if it has less than 0.3 milligrams per liter of iron and less than 0.05 milligrams per liter of manganese, it should work okay. Better to have very low or little or no manganese and iron in the water. pH range should be in the pH range ideally of 6.5 to 9.5. And turbidity, which is how clear the water is or how murky it is, should be less than one NTU. And so often the UV sterilizers have some kind of pre-filtration. Not always if your water is really good, but usually there's some type of a pre-filter. If your water is already soft and free of iron and manganese, then often a simple five micron pre-filter prior to the UV. If you want a guarantee that's going to be removing the parasites, if there were any parasites in water, such as Giardia cryptosporidium, then you'd also want to have a one micron absolute filter that would remove the parasites. Because UV, if you had a very high dosage and was certain UV lights will actually inactivate Cryptosporidium and Giardia, but generally to be safe, they recommend having a filter as well. So the UV dosage is very important. And this is generally when you buy the system, it's already sized for you, but I'm gonna talk a little bit about class A versus class B, but generally they're looking for, to kill bacteria, you want a certain amount of intensity of the UV rays per, uh, at a certain wavelength per cubic centimeter of water. So I won't go into, you know, uh, technical, too deep and technical, but just so you know, the, the, there, there's this thing called NSF, which you probably heard of, which is different water treatment devices are certified for NSF. And there's different classes that they certify them under. So under NSF 55, there's a class A and class B. Class A systems have a very high dose of UV so that it can, it can kill pathogenic microorganisms. And then class B systems generally or have a lesser dose and don't have some of the fail states that the class A has. So that's the, the main difference. Class A systems are quite a bit more expensive and they have a, uh, usually have an alarm or some kind of fail safe so that if you're, if the water starts to become, have turbidity in it or something builds up on the court sleeve that the UV light is shining into the water through, then the yeah, minerals in the water, for some reason, the, the, the intensity is not able to reach the chamber correctly, then the system will shut off your water, which will protect you. 
There's also a flow control so that they, they're rated at certain flows. Like for instance, say your water is flowing at 10 gallons per minute, this size for homes or small businesses. So 10, 15 or 20 gallons per minute is typical flow rates down to say four or five gallons a minute. So in other words, each size UV, they all come in different sizes. And so they'll often have a flow control which fixes your flow. So if you try to get more flow through there and then overpower the UV where the water flows through the UV faster than what the light can kill the bacteria, it'll prevent that. So the class A systems are generally, they can be used on well and surface waters. They have that the higher dosage, which is 40 millijoules per cubic centimeter, which is the, the, the rating for the class A, which means the intensity of it. Whereas the class B systems, they're generally used, they're a lot cheaper and they're, they're very effective, but they're, they're better for water that you know is back to, is safe from as far as like E. coli or serious um, contamination say again municipal water if you wanted to just have a uv system make sure that you're not going to be exposed to uh, microorganisms that could hurt you but you know the water is already treated so most of the time it's fine then you can get the class b system there's no on the class a systems a uv sensor which measures the intensity of the light is required class b systems is not required on the class a system there's a visible visual audible alarm and hooked up to a solenoid valve or a motorized ball valve that'll shut off your water. And then class B systems don't require that. So generally on both class A and class B, there is a flow control required though, because the, the, the recommended maximum gallons per minute is important So as well. So whether it's NSF class A or B, a flow control is still required. Okay, so you know the... One question that comes up is, where do I put the UV? Well, actually, you want it at the point of entry. Let's see this If it's for your home or small business, you want it at the, the last in line. So if you have a water softener or filter, generally you put it at the last so that the water it's seen is the cleanest and clearest. And then remember that the UV sterilized don't offer any downstream uh, protection so you generally put it at the house for example here in northern california many and as many cases across the country and world a lot of folks have storage tanks like big holding tanks where the water is not pressurized just sitting in a holding tank they use it for storing water so sometimes folks will want to put a uv going into the storage tank so all the water is killed the bacteria is killed for all the water going into the storage tank well you could do that but your the water is again prone to recontamination in that tank so if you did do that you're still better off having another uv sterilizer at the house so you want to make sure that the uv is the last thing in line the other thing to consider with uv is again still do routine testing still want to test for bacteria there are home test kits available now that are that are particularly for this kind of thing are good. It's not a like a certified test that you could take to a bank or give to the government if they're requiring it, but 
you're, it gives you an idea that, yeah, this is, I got bacteria here. Now I don't have bacteria there. They're fairly low cost. So that's one thing to consider. I did want to talk a little bit again about Giardia. Cryptosporidium and Giardia, they're protozoan. They're pretty big critters that are in the water. They're like a, uh, compared to a bacteria, they're much larger. So whereas it'd be difficult to filter out a bacteria, I mean, you can if you use like uh, reverse osmosis membrane or ultrafiltration membrane, but generally for our standard whole house filters, they're not going to filter out bacteria. So, but you can filter out parasites such as these cryptosporidium and giardia. So it's uh, usually a one micron, absolute one micron filter will remove it. And in fact, there have been quite a few cryptosporidium outbreaks in on municipal water supplies all around the world, including the U.S. and Canada. And again, if folks have a compromised immune system, that's the people that are affected the most. And so, and I mean, with death even. So you're, you're um, whereas it might give the rest of us what seems like a so-called stomach flu, some folks that are, are, very elderly or sick in general can be more affected by it. So this is common on city water as well as if your well was under the influence of surface water. So if your well had uh, say shallow or there's water pouring into it from the surface somehow, which is not good, of course, then you couldn't, you can be at risk for these parasites and the combination of a one micron absolute filter combined with UV is a very effective method for removing uh, these bacteria. Okay, so what type should I choose? Well, if you can choose the class A, there's different brands available. They're quite a bit more expensive, but if money is no object, then that's the better way to go because you've got you've got a, a fail-safe system. You know it's working. You've got a uh, UV sensor, and if you think the water's safe or you've tested it and it is safe, but you just want to make sure that you get any bacteria that might be present, then you can use the Class B systems if your water tested safe to start with. For residential applications, it's important to know the size of your incoming pipe. So, like for instance, if you have one inch pipe and you have a large home, or say you have like big family, four bathrooms, or maybe you've got a home and a guest home, then you don't want to get a system that'll restrict that flow. So you want to size the, as is the case with all water treatment equipment, you want to size the your UV sterilizer for your application. So different sizes, like say you have one bathroom home and there's one or two persons in the home, a six gallon per minute, UV sterilizer would work well. Say you have one to two bathrooms, but you have two to four persons in the home, generally a 10 to 12 gallon a minute. That means so for every minute that the water's flowing, 12 gallons have passed through or 10 gallons have passed through. So that's, that's the flow rate in gallons per minute. Sometimes in larger homes, say three to four bathrooms, four to eight persons, or a multiple situation where you've got a home and then a, a guest home and you want one UV sterilizer, then that can get up in the 20 to 25 gallon per minute. So those are some common sizes that are, that are available.
And basically, UV sterilizers are pretty easy to deal with. I mean, once you set them up, most folks leave them plugged in all the time. They're just, the light's lit, and just any water flows through there, everything is killed. If you had a situation where you wanted to prolong the life of the lamp and you, and you were not there for long stretches of time, um, then you can have it set up so that you have a timer and a, 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 a delay because it, it takes several minutes after the UV is turned on before it warms up and reaches its proper effectiveness. So that is available. You can have a situation where you don't, you, you flip on the switch and then there's no water. And then three minutes later you have water available. So that's, that's another way to go. You can shut them off. Like I said, most uh, folks that live in the home all the time, they don't, they don't do that. It's better just to leave it running day and night. And then if you do, if you leave it running day and night, leave it running 24 hours a day, I mean, leave it on. It's just a light that's on. Then it's good for about a little over a year. It's about 9,000 hours. So generally what we do is we recommend folks just once a calendar year, just change the UV light. And a lot of folks will say, well, hey, the light's still lit, didn't burn out, it's still working. Well, true. But what happens is, is that the, the glass itself can become solarized. And so it, it looks kind of burnt looking. And so after about a year, it does start to lose its effectiveness. And it really, really cuts back on the amount of how effective it can be at different flow rates. So it's not working at its optimum. So if you're going to go through all the trouble doing it, you're better off just doing what is recommended, which is just change that bulb, the lamp once a year. Uh, often if you can, if your water is super clean, you, you get away with it, but usually we recommend taking out the quartz sleeve and cleaning it. You can, you can wipe it with alcohol or uh, mild, non-abrasive detergent, but generally just wiping it with some pure water. And if it's stained, then that tells you something right there that that's not good, that the pretreatment is not well. You can rinse it with citric acid or uh, vinegar if you're getting hard water stains on it. Anything that builds up on that quartz sleeve is going to affect the transmission of the UV light. So you can see pictures of this on the website and in the the guide, but like there's an illustration and cutaway of it, but essentially UV light is a, it's a cylindrical stainless steel chamber and inside it is a quartz glass, usually they're quartz, and it's just a cylinder of glass and that way the lamp, the bulb, which looks like a, a fluorescent light bulb, goes inside it and that way it can, it, it protects it from exposure to the water, but it can shine into the water and, and you know, kill the bacteria. So we've had very good success with UV lights. We have many people have them for years and sell their home, get the water tested, came back good for bacteria, even though they're, they had a problem with bacteria before that. We've had a lot of good feedback on them. They're very little trouble, really. The biggest problem is if you don't maintain them, that's the biggest problem. So, okay, well, that's that basically covers the basics of UV sterilizers. And again, if you'd like to see some more pictures and see that guide, it's on the website at uh, cleanwaterstore.com 
slash blog slash podcast. And this is episode 10. And the other thing I wanted to mention, if you like what you're hearing here and you use iTunes, that would be awesome if you could go to iTunes and rate and review this podcast as well as subscribe to it if you want and get regular updates. That'd be extremely helpful. So anyway, if you have any questions, shoot me an email. I'm Jerry Bolfin at cleanwaterstore.com. I spell my name with G, G-E-R-Y, and last name B, like boy, U-L-F-I-N, Jerry Bolfin at cleanwaterstore.com. And I'm happy to help you with any question you have about UV sterilizers or just in general, if you have any questions about well water. All right, folks. Well, you have a good week. Thanks for listening.